You're listening to an Irreverent Podcast. Visit Irreverent FM for more content from our friends. everybody and welcome. My name is Janice Legata and this is God Has Not Given, an evangelical podcast featuring me and my failing faith and conversations with my friends and family. This week's episode is part two of my conversation with Tiffany. I know I said this episode would probably be a reading of the play she referenced in part one of our combo, but hey, it's 2020. Surprise, we're doing something different. But seriously, y'all have been loving picking up what Tiffany is putting down, so I'm not trying to break that flow. I'm all about giving the people what they want, so without further ado, let's go. Part two. And then you wrote your play. (laughs) (laughs) I did do that, yes, yes. And I remember sitting there listening to it. It was probably one of the first times I had I had left the house that I went for the reading. And um, I remember sitting there and I was like, I think I know exactly who she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, I like this. Yes, all of this, you know, because it, it's, it's the gritty part. It's the stuff that people don't know about that's being done in the shadows that only the chosen few have had to deal with. (laughs) But, um, you know, it's, it's the really ugly part of a church organization. Another friend of mine said it the other day, (laughs) and I was like, I like that. He's like, I don't even call it a church anymore. I just call it the organization. Yep. And I'm like, y'all do business well. You have a rotating door. People are appealed to you because you're Hillsong. Yeah. Um, so you will never lack in people. You won't yep. at all. But the way in which people exit from your church needs to be reviewed heavily. And if us doing this and us continuing to speak up and more people speaking up is what needs to happen, then by all means, I like enough is enough. Um, I have nothing personally to gain from any of this whatsoever. I lost everything. Right. I felt like I lost my mind. Like, think whoever divine creator um, that I have insurance that pays for my therapy and medication. You know, um, I've I've come to realize that I can trust people again. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've had to work on personally. I've taken responsibility and accountability for the things that I know that I had control over, but what they did to me was fucked up. Yeah. And I'll be damned if they think that they're going to get away with it. And I don't even want, like, I, it's not even that I want their heads served on platters either. Like that's not even it. I, what I need them to realize is that they're really good at business. Yeah. Really good at business. Admit that. But at the same time, don't be like, we love God and love people because that's not the case. Not true. Because if you, if you loved people, none of us would be here. Right. And if you actually believe that God is love, it like the equations are not that difficult. Y'all people make it difficult. It's not that hard. It's the one plus one. How many fingers I have right here. There's two. Okay. Like it's not hard. Right. And if you know, that you are bad with people. You're not a people person. Maybe you shouldn't be a pastor. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm like, you and I are so alike because I also think of so much of this, like in terms of just math. <laughs> I'm like, just, just like make it make sense. Like just follow, follow these equations out. Yep. Like just follow, follow this through. And it doesn't, it doesn't add up. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't add up whatsoever. Like it, it the, <laughs> I there was because uh, there's multiple groups that are happening because even before this big Carl news um, mm-hmm. this ex Hillsong College support group happened on Facebook um, yeah I've heard about it I'm not on Facebook so I haven't been um, in there but it was crazy so someone decided that they were going to go on the official fe- um, Facebook alumni page 
they did college like a long time ago, I think. And um, they were like, hey, so um, has anyone struggled since leaving Hillsong College with their faith or have completely left the faith? From my understanding, it, it was at 1.8 thousand comments on it. Um, it's probably decreased because Hillsong being Hillsong and doing Hillsong things. Clean it up, clean it up. But the first couple of days, it was hundreds, hundreds of people that have all graduated from Hillsong College, got their, got our stupid little papers and certificates (laughs) that were like, actually, yeah, I thought I was the only one, hundreds globally and people like I had no idea this was happening to you or telling their stories that specifically happened to them while at college on the Hillsong College alumni page (laughs) it was beautiful until Hillsong got involved (laughs) until Hillsong got involved and they started policing comments so the support group was made it was made and created and it originally was a super safe place where people could basically go ham. So like, we all have feelings and we should feel our feelings. And some people are angry and they have every right to be angry. And some people are still angry. Yeah. So, you know, anger, anger, so much of Christianity has vilified anger and anger is great. Anger is, it's like anger is productive. Like we should be angry. Like we're supposed to be yes. at injustice. Yes. And that's, that's what it is. I can never remember the stat, but I remember them telling us, like when we first got to Hillsong College, you know, but it's a high, high statistic, not just Hillsong College, but like Bible, anything Bible-based, seminary, yeah. whatever in general, but like how many people end up just not, not believing. Yes. Um, and I remember hearing that back then and you're like, oh, how, how? That could never be me, never. And then now I'm like, oh no, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it was like 80%, you know, so it was, it was also like, you know, some people on the alumni page were talking about like, you know, what Hillsong can do and all this stuff. And a lot of us were just like, we honestly don't give a fuck Yeah. at this point, you know, like we hope it doesn't continue hopefully, but at the same time, like we wouldn't be surprised if it continues. So it started with that support group. So that was before the Carl thing. And then a couple of weeks later, mm-hmm. the Carl thing happened. And I was just like, I was that Cardi B meme with the popcorn. <laughs> that was me. Because the phone calls I got after election, oh, Jesus, Jesus, after election day, like I was sent the email that Brian was sent mm-hmm. out by multiple people at the same time. Same. Am I surprised? No, not at all. But this is a good distraction from this election. <laughs> also, I need people to realize that this is a trash ass thing for them to do with this email. Well, also realize that they did that purposely when they did it. Cause like none of this happened that day. Like yeah, they knew we would be distracted by the election. And they said, let us go on. We'll go on and slip this in. Yes. They'll get outraged, but they'll be distracted. They'll forget about it. Within a week, we're done. We're good. Yep. Got him out. It's over. Yep. And it did not go down that way. No, not at all. Because one, we're all home. (laughs) We got nothing but time. Nothing but time. Twitter blew up. I was like, I didn't even say it. Like, I was literally just like on my phone, like, scrolling through because and it was like it wasn't even people that I knew either that was that was seeing like all the things that were that were happening because it's been happening for years right like Josh Josh and Carl are not the first people to behave in the way that they do that works at Hillsong Church like they're not not even they're not they are as much to blame as individuals and they need to take accountability for what they've done and recognize that they have the privilege that they do to do a lot of these things because they're cis white men. Yeah. Um, and also Josh isn't like, he's not even American. 
too. So like you're here yeah. and you know, this is like, we don't need extra. We have enough. We have enough. Like, no, but the, the way in which they went about doing that, like you said, and just swept it under the rug. Like someone in that support group was like, where do they find these massive rugs to sweep on sweep <laughs> shit under? And I was just like, I'm going to use that for the rest of my life. Like every time I look at a rug, I think of Hillsong church. Yeah. Because by what under there. And then it was me also realizing that like, I still have friends that attend Hillsong church even during a pandemic. And I had a good friend of mine call me, not hysterical, but just like, Tiff, I don't, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know what to tell you because if your pastor was just let go and there was no way for you to be consoled or supported in that, I don't know how to help you. Yeah. I'm really sorry you're feeling this way. This shouldn't have happened, but what you're feeling is is valid like you may not have known him but you considered him your pastor yeah and you were sent an email during a hectic week as an american as per, as a person that's here and and most of the people were people of color and black people and i'm just like with the the year it's been the what how do you love people yeah how does no, absolutely not. That's trash. He obviously did something he was supposed to. Don't, don't speculate. But all of it, so much, so much of Christianity from that statement to everything. It's like, don't be human. Basically, like, just don't be human. Don't speculate. Like, who's not speculating? Like, you're being ridiculous. Um, but then also, just like, this is not, this is an organization because you legitimately thought you could take this man and just like move him yep. and just replace him yep. and everybody would be fine with that. Yep. And I know more people honestly will be because like you have built a system that is where people are interchangeable. You can just plug somebody new in. Um, it's not going to go the way you think it is because nobody has the charisma you have. And at this point, I was, I mean, I've been... <laughs> I've been saying burn it down for years. So <laughs> uh, but now I feel like we actually have the space to like see that happen. And I want Hillsong gone from the East Coast. Yeah. Like I want, I want that to happen. Yes. And I hope, I hope that it does, honestly. Yeah. Because the the only way for it to I I was <laughs> I was talking to all the women that spoke up to the reporter of the article today. <laughs> and um, because it's all women that spoke up, um, we we have a little uh, group chat happening. And I was like, you know, it's interesting because what's happening is the pruning is happening. Like all these things are happening, but no one's checking the roots to see if it's rotted. <laughs> and I'm like screaming about the roots. I'm like that's that was why I wrote what I wrote. Cause I was like, is Carl troubled and troublesome? Absolutely. Yes. He is a problem. He is problematic, all the things. But he didn't create this culture. No. It goes much deeper than him and much deeper than Hillsong East Coast. Yes. So like Hillsong will, like I said, probably have to get rid of the East Coast and they will happily try to pretend like that was the issue and everything else is good. Mm -hmm. that's not the truth no not at all not at all it's you know a, a lot of the people that are campus pastors or in major big lead pastor roles they they were basically raised in room and hillsong yeah and and they were raised in environments where sweeping shit under rugs happens yeah this is what we do um, and a lot of faith organizations think it's okay to just like, oh, well, that's not abuse. Abuse is only physical. Um, first of all, no, it's not. It's, it's very much, there's a lot of things. There's levels to this. There's levels to this. And there's also not a way for, um, 
for anyone to even prevent trauma, even in that case too. Like traumatic things have happened to so many people, not just on the East Coast at Hillsong, not just in America at Hillsong, not just at Hillsong College, globally at Hillsong, but at churches globally on the freaking planet Earth. It happens all the time. Um, And it's, it's really, really sad. And that's part of the reason why it's led me to this point of where I'm at in my faith if it's even that to be honest because i'm just like all right god if you are real like now is the time now is the time like this year has been horrific yeah in so many ways so many ways and we can all try to keep as positive as possible but there's a certain limit to how much I can fake a smile. Like, honestly and truly, it's exhausting. And it's gotten to this point where I'm like, now I have all this time and I'm going to utilize this time as well as I possibly can. So I'm going to read and I'm going to study and I'm going to, when I have the capacity to do it, listen to other people's stories and take into account what has happened to them and not just church-wise like our everyday lives yeah and i'm and i look at all of it and i'm just like god now is a time for you to show up because if you don't now is the time i'm going to question you and i don't have a problem with being i've never had a problem with being angry at god and i've had friends that are like you shouldn't be angry at god and i'm like first of all if he can't handle it like, I'm sorry, I'm being the stereotypical Latina and I have anger management problems. Like, it's 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 more than that. Like, there's no way that I have these things called feelings and that I'm not allowed to feel them. And if I'm actually going to take care of myself in the ways that I need to, then I need to acknowledge all of the things that have led up to where I'm at, but why I'm feeling the way that I am. But I also need to let myself be. I can question all the things that I want to, but I can still do it while respecting other people's beliefs too. If if I feel like I don't understand something, I'm okay with asking people questions. There's a respectful way of doing that. There's also knowing that there's a time and a place. It's the reading of the room. Right. And you know, obviously right now, in order for us to do that, we have to do it virtually or six feet apart or take the chance, you know, but a lot of us do not have the freedom nor the liberty to do that. Right. You know, and it's, it's hard for us to do this on a regular day, pre COVID. And, you know, now having to figure this out virtually and American churches being like, we'll be attacked. And I'm like, listen, y'all sing the same songs all the time. Anyway, you can't even sing. Yeah. Some of your mics are not even on. Like most of your mics not even on. Like if people actually heard how you actually sing, listen, Janice, I can be super rude and petty because people can't sing <laughs> and they shouldn't be handed mics. And I'm just like, I look at all my friends that actually can sing. And I'm like, I know you hear this because I'm not a singer, but that key child, but I'm just like, just do it at home. Like, yeah, you could be a church naked if you want to. Absolutely. You have the freedom to do whatever you want because you're at home. Like, enjoy it. Because when when is it gonna happen again? <laughs> like, but I'm 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 like looking at a church and I'm like, as capital C church, this is an opportunity, um, and it's failing. Yeah, because capital C church does not want to change. No, the system works for the people at the top, and they like it. Yeah, they love it. So they would appreciate it very much if all y'all would just quietly go back to normal. Don't. No. That didn't happen to you. Like, listen, no. And if it did, then you just need to go on and forgive and let it go. It's just your desert, your desert season. That's it. The enemy is attacking. I'm like, 
if anything, I've become closer to this enemy than than God in this time. Like I've seen more of who the devil would be, whatever. Um, I've seen more of his humanity in this year than God. And that's that was something that I'm like, wow. Because if demons are real, they are running churches. <laughs> and and it's not even that like I don't believe in the spiritual world because I do. I have I have witnessed things. Yeah. Um, I've had family dabble in things that they should have dabbled in. <laughs> um, but you know, I as far as there being like this this big capital G God, you know, it's it's not like I know Jesus was a historical figure. I know that mm-hmm. he did live because there's proof of that um the bible was written by men and we all know how men think (laughs) (laughs) and it's not even this oh all men are it's not even that like it's not a a bitter thing but at the same time like history has shown itself numerous times numerous times and even in the bible like women aren't we aren't warriors or conquerors in it. Like I had to force my to see myself in it. And I I got tired of doing that. Cause I'm just like, yeah. why do I need to like belittle myself every single time when I'm talking to this almighty person when I'm I don't think I'm a terrible person at all. Right. Like Yes, we all make mistakes, but I try to be one of those kinds of people that learn from the mistakes and try not to do it and apologize, you know? But, like, the way in which that it's ingrained in us that we're not worthy and we're we're sinners and... We're sinners in need of a savior. So then for me, this is one of these math problems, and I'm like, hang on. If God created everything, including us, Mm -hmm. and he said it was good, and then this one thing happens, and now we're all, for all of time, naturally evil and have to be made good. Well, then wouldn't that mean that evil is stronger than good? Yep. If, like, this one thing could change our entire nature for all of time, then evil is stronger than good. Like, it overcame yep. all the good of God and, like, flipped it. So I'm like, well, then that can't. And I can't believe all humanity is naturally bad. Yeah. Because as bad as things are, it would be much, much worse. Yes. Yes. I oh I wholeheartedly believe that. Because if that was if that was actually the case, there would be no I, no rectifying it. Like there would be no turning it around. No. No. Because everybody was naturally automatically bad. Mm-hmm. Like, it would just be overwhelming. Nobody would ever just randomly do anything good. Yeah. And and then it's it's the, you know, I, I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. So I look at them and I'm just like, are they evil too? Right. Because I know they bad. <laughs> but where, where in this equation? Like, how is it, you know? And then, you know, I'm... I was I was born a woman. I identify as a woman. Yeah. So I already have to do all of the things and more in order to prove myself in professional environments and social environments. It's just next level. So now on top of that, like there's the the whole marriage thing and the there's nothing but um, male leaders and oh well maybe you can do an offering message, but I have to approve it. Or, oh, Tiffany, I didn't know that you had that in you. And I'm like, it's because you didn't, you've never had a conversation with me. And I'm, I know that for the rest of my life, I will have to prove my worth. I, it's, it's something I'm aware of, you know? And it's like, I don't take it on as another task. Like I, it is, it's, this is what it is. Yeah. 
Like, I'm not going, I can't deny it, you know? Um, but at the same time, I can, I know my power. Right. I know my own worth. I know what I am capable of and I know um, who I am. And I don't need any kind of organization or other person that isn't living my life nor paying my bills mm-hmm. to tell me otherwise. If y'all actually believe in giftings, you don't let people rock with them. And just because I'm a woman doesn't mean that one of my giftings is helps. Because, yeah, yeah I, I can cook them, y'all. But will I do it all the time for you? No. Exactly. Like, it, it, it's, it's, so, it's so much bigger than, you know, like Hillsong Church. But it was something that, like, I'm looking at faith organizations and I'm looking at Hillsong. And I'm like... I was willing to give of my time and effort and energy to energy and money and just everything. everything, everything. I gave my all. It wasn't, I never felt forced to do anything. I always did it willingly, but I always was under the impression that I was doing it for God and I was working this out. So I trusted that people that um, were pastors or leaders at least knew a little bit of what they're doing. Like I can, I can understand if someone doesn't fully understand um, the dynamic of their role, you know, but bullet points, come on. <laughs> it's basic, basic stuff, basic stuff. Like being a decent human being, period, is not, it's actually not difficult. Like if someone chooses to be an asshole and they tell me that they're an asshole, I'm going to believe them and I'm going to respect them because they were like, you know what, Tib, this is who I am. Yeah. But if you're going to be like, oh, well, I'm a pastor. This is my job title, but you don't live up to it. I'm going to question it. Yeah. I'm not going to be rude about it because I was raised better, but I'm going to question it. And if in my questioning, you have a problem with it, for whatever reason, whether it's I haven't been a Christian long enough or um, because I lived a full life before giving my life to Jesus or because I'm a woman or because I'm a woman of color, like none of those are good enough reasons for you not to answer my question, especially if I'm under your leadership. If I'm entrusting you to lead me I have every right to ask you questions and demand answers because I'm entrusting a part of my life to you. I entrusted my spiritual walk to my pastors as well as taking accountability for myself too. It's the both together. And, you know, if I'm going to do everything myself, why the hell am I going to be a part of something? That's it. I'm part of the, the mess of it all. It was like, these are all... These are all made up hierarchies. Mm-hmm. Like, and these people are only in power because we empower them. Mm-hmm. Like, we allow them to make up these fake structures. <laughs> this is this is leadership, and I'm your leader. And we say, okay, I'll take that because yeah. apparently I need leadership, and we have to we have to be under leadership, right? So, okay. Um, but then when you strip that away, which is where I'm where I'm at, I'm like, I don't need a leader. I'm a full-grown adult person. Yeah. I think for myself, I can, I don't need a leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so like pastoring, I'm like, it's 100% not, what we've made of it is 100% not what the Bible was all about. Yeah. Uh, and even discounting Bible, if you're going to take that away and we take nothing but like just the definition, all right, so if it's supposed to be a she- shepherd, this is just a person who looks after sheep. This is just somebody who cares for somebody in a way that they can't for whatever reason. Yeah. Like taking care of someone else. So I'm like, I don't even think, like I don't think pastors should be a paid job. Like I look, I look at you and I'm like, Jim Hope was right you did become a pastor. Like you are a pastor. Like you do look after people and you do it just as part of your normal life. Yeah. 
you just you just look after the people who are around you, whether that's at work, whether it's in your family, whether it's somebody you just met, like whatever. Like you're just pastoring yep. all the time. Mm-hmm. And even when you were in church, like you were doing these things and you weren't getting paid. Like you were just doing it because for God yeah. and because like, you're just a good person and this is, this is what I'm doing for God. But I'm like, if you strip money out of it, how many of the people who are labeled pastors would actually would yep. even want to? No, they wouldn't. Not at all. No, they wouldn't at all. And so, so I mean, I'm I'm not in church, not looking to be in church. I can't ever even imagine being part of a church. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I could safely say I will never. Yeah. But then that's when you think you're in trouble, and I'm like. And also, I don't, need, I don't like need to make these big yes. statements. Mm-hmm. I don't need to prove it to anyone. Yeah, I'm like, I think, I yeah. think it's a sham. It works for some people, maybe. I don't know. They need it. They like it. So if you want to go, you do you. Yeah. But like, I just wish everybody knew you don't. You don't need this. Yeah. You don't need it. It is a, it's a fake. Yeah. Structure. Yeah, and it's it's a, the way the way that I've had to talk myself out of like negative mindsets that I caught on while at Hillsong is disturbing. I had a hard time grasping a lot of things just because like I, you know, I was raised in a single parent household. My, most of my family is all women. Like we were raised in New York. Um, you know, we did public school. We couldn't go to college because mom made too much money, but we were broke enough to not like get all the things that we needed to in order to actually own anything. Like a lot of my family doesn't own anything. So, you know, there was a lot of things that like I had trouble grasping and I'm, and I remember that there were times where I'm just like, I'm struggling because I don't want to fit in for the sake of fitting in. I think that being a part of a collective is important. Um, there's there's beauty in being able to lean on each other, um, whether in good or bad times. Like there's there's so it's so it's such a beautiful thing and a beautiful feeling to know that you can find love and support not only within yourself but outside. But when I was at church, like there were certain things I'm just like, well, then my cousins that are a part of the LGBTQ community, are they included? Are they not loved? Right. Like how does my friends, what about them? Like what, what does it mean for me being a new Christian? I wasn't raised in purity culture. I've lived a life. I drink, I have tattoos, like, it, like all of these things, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm, I looked at it and I'm like, I'm having a hard time fully identifying. So there was always some kind of disconnect for me and me wanting to feel a connection. I tried, I really did. But in doing that, I lost a part of myself Yeah, and I never want to do that to me again. I deserve better. My mom raised a woman to not be like that at all. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's hard for me to know that it's, it's the sick cycle that continues to happen. Yeah. And, you know, while I do want it to all burn down, it's not just for the sake of watching it burn. That's not it whatsoever. I'm tired of people being hurt. It sucked big time. I would have rather for it not to happen. I would not wish what happened to me to happen to my worst enemy, if I even have any. No one deserves to be treated that way. No one deserves to be abused in any kind of way, any kind of way. And the fact that it continues to happen and under this guise of, well, we love Jesus and Jesus is for us and um, God is love and all this stuff, like. It's all bullshit. And if you have a problem with me saying that, I'm cool with having a conversation with you about it, but there needs to be respect. There needs to be boundaries and you need to understand that I am angry. I have um, every right to be. No one's going to tell me otherwise, 
but I need you to also realize that the kind of person that I am is I hate seeing people hurt. Because you're a freaking like pastor. I, like, it, it blows on my mind that people are just like, oh, you were hurt. Like, I literally was like, I, I'm, I'm posting about the article today, and I was like preparing myself for any kind of backlash yeah. because it, I, I knew and was aware that it could happen. Um, but at the same time, I'm just like, I wish somebody would. And they will. And they will. And they're, they're going to learn. They're, they're going to learn. Like, I, first of all, come and say it to my face. Come up to Bushwick. And I don't mean the gentrified part of Bushwick either. I mean actual Bushwick, not East Williamsburg. Bushwick. Not the hillside like, part of Bushwick. I, no. Like, come and say it to my face. Stay six feet away and have your mask on and say it to my face. Because I'm tired. I'm over it. And if I'm, if I'm fitting the stereotypical bubble of me being an angry Hispanic woman, then I don't give a fuck anymore. Like, I'm tired and I'm over it. I'm tired of that being an excuse constantly. I'm tired of it like, oh, well, Tiff's just overreacting or she's just like, it's, you know, it'll, it'll pass. It's all in your head or, yeah, that sucks. But, you know, it was just a miscommunication. No, it wasn't a miscommunication. Josh knew what the hell he was doing when he sent me that text message. And that weak ass apology, get out of here. Like, be sorry and go Basically, yeah. read a book. Yeah. Like, you know what, Josh? How about you name at least 10 people that are black or person of color that isn't under your leadership that you're friends with? Well, now you're asking for the impossible. I'm just like, listen. And also, like, stop sending people to, like, be spies on social media either. Like, it's stupid. My my Instagram is public. Yeah, it's wild. The, the, people, the people who have said things and the people who haven't and I mean and I'll be honest I've gotten pretty much like zero pushback like nobody has come yeah come for me and I don't I don't expect that to be the case always yeah but also like you like nobody speaks out against those song without counting the cost yeah like nobody does know that this is dangerous like I don't like it just it feels crazy to say yeah like it is like I understand you know, there are going to be people listening to this and they are going to feel all kinds of things Yeah, because this is like, we're talking about trauma. We're talking about abuse. We're talking about real things that have happened and are happening and people feel conflicted about it. People know it's wrong for me. Like it wasn't like when I left Hillsong, I just realized like the week before, you know, the stuff bad. It's like, I knew all along, mm-hmm. but in the early days it was like oh no but like it's I'm part of something that is doing more more good like it's doing a lot of good it's doing harm but it's doing so much good right it's doing so much good yeah and now I'm like no this is a place that is doing more harm than good yeah it just is and you can't you can't convince me yeah of otherwise are some people having a fine experience yeah sure yeah but at what cost because the people who are getting hurt, they're not getting their new straight and then, you know, just moving on fine. Like people, faith is devastated. People's finances are devastated. People's relationships are devastated. Like the damage that is being done is mm-hmm. unbelievable. And it is it's not right. Yeah. And it's not, it's not just the, it's not the people that are at the top that are being hurt. It's the ones that are on the fringes. And those are the ones that were constantly preached about that they, they, those were the ones you were trying to reach. Occupy your street. Always only like, no. And no, like right now it's, it's about Tiff and Tiff's going to make sure that Tiff is good. And when Tiff is good, then she's going to be like, yo, Janice, you good? You're not good. Let's talk. You want to talk? You don't want to talk? That's cool. I can sit with you. Right. <laughs> In silence, whatever you need. Right. But like, it's it's not a selfish thing to look after yourself no. at all. And if anyone tells you otherwise, fully question it. Yeah. 
fully question it because what who else is going to do it right right <laughs> and don't don't say god and don't say jesus because like like my my concept of god at this time is do i think there is a god yes do i think god is involved here no like i don't think for god to be as we were taught, if God is all powerful, mm-hmm. all loving, all knowing. Yeah. Like I, I know a little bit, I love a little bit and I have a little bit of power. Yeah. But like, if I, if I know you need something yeah, and I know that I have it, I don't need you to ask me for it. Like, I'm just going to give it to you. I'm just going to do what I can do. Yeah. Um, and that's me like in my limited capacity. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so if God knows, sees all these things, like God, love would compel God to do something. Yeah. And yeah. And like on the reverse side, like if you knew you have this need and you knew that I knew it and that I had the ability to do something about it. And I just sat here like, right. Ask me again. No. Ask me more. Have some of your friends ask me as you know, like, that's crazy. And we would not be friends yeah. anymore. Like that, that's it. I think for God to be all those things, and God like can't be involved. Like God can watch, but I think God has set systems up. And it's up to us. Like we're here. We've been giving <laughs> given the brains, given the heart, given the ability to do what we can do. Mm-hmm. And it's up to us. Like this is our planet. Yeah. This is our responsibility. You are my responsibility. I am my responsibility. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, that's, that's yeah. where God and is for me. It's, I haven't really landed anywhere either. And there's been so, so much freedom in that, not having a label. Yeah. And it's not even this, like, oh, I don't know. Like, it's it's unknown and I'm okay with it. Yeah. Um, I I have control over what I have control over. I have control over my mind. And thanks to science, I am able to help my mind chemically with medication and with therapy. I am able to love and support myself. And in the ways that I cannot do that, I have people in my life that are able to do that for me and with me. Like we're able to do that with each other. I am I am fully capable of doing whatever I actually can set my mind to. Yeah. I have limitations. I cannot do all things. I can't. I I I cannot fly. I wish I could because <laughs> taking the train right now is a mix. People don't know what social distancing is. Okay. Like I wish that I was rich but I was not set up to be that privileged. <laughs> so I have to work. Right. Um, you know, there we do have limitations and it's okay for us to have them and it's okay for us to acknowledge them. And it's also okay to find that place where we can push it too. Yeah. You know, there, there will be circumstances where I'm like, I wasn't good at that, but I'm actually good at it now because I'm like, well, let, but it takes trial and error. Right. That's that's what this whole life is. It's whole figuring thing. out along the way. Like, oh, I've been a bad friend. Let me try to be a better friend to you. Oh, so maybe you should drink more water. Like, all of these things. It's a trial and error. Like, I get really bad migraines. But if the doctor's asking me if there's specific times that it's happening, I need to figure out when they're happening and what's the possible cause of it. Right. In order for me to do that, I have to be attentive and aware, you know? And yes, there are things that are out of my control, but there are things that I have full control over. I have full control over who I can be friends with, where I work where I live for the most part. Yeah. I I have the the privilege to be able to make sure that I have food every day and I'm not going hungry, you know, but I also know that sometimes I can give a little financially and that's something that I can choose to do. But we all have limitations and it's fine for us to have them. 
And it's also fine for us to be like, you know what? No, no is a full sentence yep. and people need to embrace it more. You don't need to explain yourself to anybody. You, you don't owe that to anybody. And no one owes it to you either at all. And, you know, it's something that I've, I've, I've learned the hard way, you know, but that's life. That's exactly, exactly it. It's so funny because, like, there's, if people actually look closely enough, we are able to see how much beauty is actually here in this world if we choose to. Um, and that's, and that's not even to, like, try to disregard anything that has happened to anyone or even this year entirely. Like, yeah. there's, it's not a, it's not this like misconception that I need to be positive for the sake of being positive. Um, there are still things that, that I have been able to, to get out of my experience. Should it have happened? No, no, not at all. But I choose to, to learn and to move forward. And I, I can choose to not only learn from my experience, but from others as well. And I think that that's something that a lot of people need to do because, you know, it can prevent hurt sometimes, but also I don't think I've ever been more proud of myself. Yeah. I've reached a point where, you know, I don't feel like I need to put on a show for the sake of putting on a show or have to like explain myself in ways in which that just never made sense to me or even feel like ashamed of the way in which I decided to have lived my life up until this point. Right. Because I have a good head on my shoulders. And while I am in therapy and I am holding hands with my depression and anxiety and moving forward in my healing and that and the traumatic experience that I have had experienced throughout my life, not just at Hillsong. Mm -hmm. But if I choose to actually look at the entire bigger picture, I've never been more proud of myself. And I can I can hold that that pride, but I can also continue to hold my grief and my hurt and my pain and hold it together like it's possible for me to do that and I've never felt like it was possible for me to do that like all the happy stuff mm -hmm. I had to do like we had to feel and if we didn't feel any of this stuff all the bad stuff was from the enemy and I'm just like eh, no that's not it like everything like all of it is a part of us and we can feel all of it and sometimes we can feel it all at the same time yeah yeah i can be hella proud of myself today but i also cried with snot while i read that article today but i was also proud of myself in my sadness and you know there's space for all of that but because i actually removed all the things that i didn't need anymore it's there and it's available to me and Yes, there are times where I need to talk to myself out loud and be like, Tiff, we are not doing that today. But, I mean, everyone does it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way of the world, you know? And I'm, I'm just grateful that I have been able to relearn how to trust again and be okay with being vulnerable and sharing and telling my story and speaking up because... I knew that I, I was okay with doing that. Yeah. And I also know that other people aren't at the same place as me, but it's not a linear thing either. At all. Our healing, it's, it's, it's not a race. We're, we're all unique. We're, we're all human beings. We will fail. We're flawed, but we're also really beautiful. Um, our bodies, like, the things that we can do. Do and survive, like, under under trauma, under stress. Like, our bodies are miracles. Like, they're... Amazing. Yes. Because it's so rare that we give them what they actually need. The fact that our bodies don't quit on us every day is miraculous. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, if it wasn't for my physical body, I would have never left. And if I cannot honor my body because my body did me a favor. Ooh. Ooh. 
Like if we can't honor our own bodies, how are we out here trying to like build the body? No, no. If this, if this, me taking care of myself is what honoring is. That's the real definition of honor. I'm, I'm not putting myself on a pedestal because I'm not, I'm not. While I can feel fragile sometimes, I know I'm not. But there needs to be care that's taken into account every single day that I wake up. I need to make sure that I physically feed my body. But I also need to make sure that I am, I am well everywhere. And if in that process, I need to do therapy, I need to take medication, I need to make sure that I'm still socializing with people that are actually good for me, that have my back, that I'm not just doing things for the sake of doing it, that I'm finding things that I actually enjoy. Like, what's the point? Then I'm just existing. And that's annoying. It's for the birds. That's not... It is. And it's also frustrating because how many thousands of people lost their lives this year? If I truly want to honor myself and all the people that have passed away this year, then I need to know that in order for me to carry on and move forward, I need to do all the things that I need to do to treat my body well, to treat my mind well, and to treat inner tiff, baby tiff, well, yeah. As much as they try to shove into our heads about honoring, honoring, just honor in general, yeah. it's so dishonorable for us not to live full lives. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm tired of someone dictating how that looks for me. No one can. And no one, no one has the right to. Yeah. And, and, and it's also like, you look nothing like me. You will never know what it's like. And it's not a comparison thing either. But read an actual history book. A real one. Not written by a white man. A lot of us have struggled for too long. For too long. And a lot of us need to continue to push forward in order for us to, to thrive, period. So I'm not going to allow anyone to hold me back from me thriving as a person because that is possible for me. Yep. It's going to take me a little longer than it would for other people. I'm aware of that, but it's not impossible for me to do that. And if... In that process, I know how to treat myself and treat myself well and know how to treat other people well, then things will happen still. I'm not saying that, you know, bad things won't happen. Shit happens. You know, you, you sometimes have to make the best out of things, but I can still enjoy my life. Yep. And not walk around feeling guilty or ashamed or pressured into being something that I'm not. Into being someone that... Is it me? Like, no one's like me. That's the truth. And I'm happy with that. I'm more than happy with it. There's only one me. Because if there was multiple, it'd be a problem. <laughs> it'd be a problem. But there's one me. And I'm really happy with that. And I'm happy to know that I look forward to being able to um, actually see results. <laughs> but But more so that that people know that they are allowed to be fully them and they don't need to put on a show. Yeah. Like, do you, boo? No judgments here. None. Oh. Be safe. Be safe in all the things that you do. But do you, boo? <laughs> That's it. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. So um. good. <laughs> All right, well, I've taken up your whole night. But before I let you go, thank you for <laughs> coming on. And, you know, like I said, I don't believe I don't believe we're intrinsically bad. Like, I think people are naturally good. And you helped me believe that because, like, you're just, just out here. Like, I love and I'm so appreciative of how brave you are and, like, your heart for people. And I know... Over these next few days, these next few weeks, like as stuff continues to unfold, like people are going to be looking to you. People are going to be watching you. Like I know that you're in a place to steward it well. Like yeah. because you are taking care of yourself, 
like you have put yourself in a position to help other people. Yeah. Um, and I think we glamorize that a lot and we don't talk about the weight of that. Like it's, yeah. it's heavy. Like I know what it feels to be out there and to be like, okay, I, as far as I know, I'm doing the right thing. And I'm just yeah. telling the truth. And I'm just out here trying to make the world a better place. Yeah. However I can. Um, and that's what you're doing. And it's working. You often <laughs> make the world a better place. And yeah, I just really, I'm really thankful for you. I mean, for myself, I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like talking to myself in some ways. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't believe how similar our journeys have been. <laughs> and then I'm thankful for you, for the people who like are gonna look to you and reach out to you and talk to you. Cause I know you're going to reach back. You're gonna comfort as much as you can. And together, I don't know if we can topple this thing, but I know we can put a dent in it. Yes. And I know we can catch people as they are falling out of this tower. Yes. That's the main thing at the end of the day. I'm so glad to have you with me on this side. <laughs> all of this. Yes. <laughs> I'm, it's, a, it's honestly an honor um, to be able to, to do this alongside other people. Um, this is, this is what it is to walk hand in hand with people. Um, and, you know, it's not something that I take lightly. And even the people that have like reached out to me too, I, like before I end the conversation, I'm like, thank you for trusting me. Yeah. Cause it's massive. It's massive. Yeah. Um, and it takes a lot of work to get to where we are, but it doesn't look similar for any of us. So, you know, I'm, I just hope that people are, are gentle and kind with themselves and allow them to, to just be, um, and, and if I can be that person that just sits with you, then by all means, like I can do that, um, when I have the capacity to do it, but that there's always openness because that's, that's how we get to know each other, you know, and that's how we get to actually come to understand who we are as people when when we allow others in but that takes a lot of work especially after something that's happened to you so i don't take anything like any of this lightly you know like i said earlier i have nothing to gain from this if anything it's more friendships and and if what i'm doing is being the actual church then i have no problem in doing that amen <laughs> so do you want to put any any social media beats out there is there anywhere people can find you um i can be publicly found on instagram tiff.tiff246 that is my handle it will not change i would also encourage anyone that has gone through any kind of church abuses or um, is interested in actually coming to understand people and things that have happened, I would also say start following Do Better Church on Instagram as well as Facebook. It has been such a beautiful community that I've been able to be a part of. While it can be very heavy because there are multiple stories of abuse in faith organizations, there has been a connection and knowing that we're not alone. It's not just a Hillsong thing. There are a lot of us that are still very much healing and figuring out what this life is after what we went through. I'm really grateful for the Do Better Church community and all they're doing. And they also have a place where you can share your story if you're open to doing that. It's completely anonymous. You also don't need to name the church if you don't want to, which is also something huge because it can be very scary to be able to speak up, but your voice is your voice and it should be heard when you're ready and when you're comfortable in doing that, but you're not alone and you have supports. So it's there and it's available. All right, tip tip. <laughs> We went there? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so grateful for this. <laughs>
So that's that, and that's a wrap on episode eight. Thank you again to Tiffany for sharing not just your story, but so much wisdom with actual and factual pastoral care. And to everyone listening, be sure to check the show notes for the links to Tiffany's Instagram, to Do Better Church, and to the Business Insider article she was part of. And as always, thank you for listening in. This is going up on December 24th, so I wish you all the happiest holidays possible, however that's looking for you. I know nothing about this current timeline feels Christmassy to me, but I also know to still be standing at the end of 2020 as a gift, and so the only kinds of prayers I still believe in are prayers of gratitude, and I've got plenty of those. So again, thank you for listening. This little podcast experiment is going well. This is the last episode for 2020, but I'm really proud of what it's becoming, and I'm having a great time having these great conversations, and I'm so excited for you to hear what's coming up next, next year, 2021. Oof, here we go. Fingers crossed, y'all. But happy new year. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Manage your expectations. Congratulate yourself for making it through. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Be well, and I will talk to you soon. I am an E. I am